what it is, guys. Your boy, Alanizing, another episode. Today we got the Champions League, you know, Champions League. Hell, I forgot that I didn't do the group stage. I'm gonna go for my predictions on the group stage. Who made it past the group stage? Round of 16. Obviously, the first leg just happened. The first legs just happened last week. Gonna get over that. Obviously, again, the second, uh, like, not in the second, get predict the second legs, and then obviously the first legs for next week, guys. So let's start off in the group stage in Group A, as Bayern and FC Copenhagen made it to the round of 16. So obviously Bayern was expected. They won like every group. I mean, they won every game in their group. So that was expected. I had Man United. They obviously disappointed, bro. They're down bad. They only won one game, and that was against Copenhagen. But they lost to Bayern 4-3. And they lost to Galatasaray 3-2. And then they lost to Copenhagen 4-3. It was disaster. And then obviously they lost to Bayern 1-0. It was disastrous, man. It's down bad for Man United. Another season down the drain for them. In the Champions League. I'm going to shout out Copenhagen, though. All right? They made a second. When I had them in fourth. I had them in fourth place. I had them not even going to the Europa League. And they made it to the round of 16. So I'm going to shout out Copenhagen. All right? In Group B, I picked Arsenal and PSV Eindhoven to make it. The first two. One and two. Arsenal number one and PSV two. And they got it, bro. I got it. Okay, one group down, one group that got correct. I picked them. Let's go. And it was expected. Okay. Arsenal and PSV are the two best teams. What I'm surprised though is Lens finished above Sevilla. Alright, because Sevilla didn't make it third to go to their favorite tournament, Europa League, because they are 15th in La Liga. So that didn't really surprise me. But looking out at the table, I'm like, yeah, they play they're pretty bad this year, even with my boy Sergio Ramos, but they didn't make it to their favorite tournament. Shout out, uh, Lens for making it third, bringing it to the Europa League. But Arsenal and PSV, I picked them, and they moved on to the round of 16. Group C with Real Napoli, Braga, and Union Berlin. I picked it right. I had Real number one and Napoli number two, and that's how it went. The two best teams, so it's expected. I'm not gonna pat myself that much in the back, cause, but there was the two team, the two best teams, and they finished where we expected them to. I'm gonna shout out Braga and Union Berlin. They gave Real Madrid a game. You know, Berlin, they barely beat us. Or no, we beat them 1-0 and then 3-2. And it was 2-1 versus Braga and then it was 3-0 versus Braga. Okay, so they, they gave us, they gave us some time. Okay, even though we f- swept them, we didn't lose a game in the group. It was still hard, okay? We didn't even get a draw or anything, but six wins, six games. That's crazy. So, but I'm going to give Berlin and Braga their, their props because they gave some hard games, especially the 1-0 versus Berlin. Tough, tough games. In Group D, I picked Inter and Benfica to finish 1-2, and two, and Inter did finish in the top two. They finished second, but Benfica finished third place. Disappointing for them. Real salty that, though. They finished first place. They came out of nowhere. They had draws, like 0-0 draws. I think like two but, hey, they were there. They were sticking it, too. They had the same amount of points as Inter, 12-12. Three wins, three draws. And Sociedad, they're not doing that well in La Liga, I'd like to say. But, hey, I mean, you got to get somewhere. See, they're like seventh in La Liga. And to make it where they are right now, to finish first in Group D, 
not bad at all. So, and obviously they had their P the game versus PSG, which we're gonna talk about later. In Group E with Atleti, Lazio, Feyenoord, and Celtic, I picked Atleti and Feyenoord to be in the top two. Atleti got first place, was expected, which obviously, and then I had Feyenoord because of El Santi, Santi Jimenez, that was El Santi Jimenez, El Bebote, he didn't even really play, he didn't get a lot of playing time, Feyenoord didn't live up to expectations, but Lazio did, Lazio, I think they're, they're like, I don't even know where they're at, they're like, they're also 7th place in Serie A, so, they didn't, they're not doing great in the league, but in the Champions League, sometimes it's a different story, man, like, sometimes you just get up for the Champions League, and this is where they're at, so they get on as Atleti and Lazio finished one and two. Group F, the group of death, right? Which was Dortmund, PSG, Milan, and Newcastle. I had Milan finish first and PSG two, but as we know, Dortmund finished one, PSG two, Milan three, and Newcastle four. So I mean that was pretty disappointing. I don't know what happened there. I think in City A, their third place, which is not bad at all, but they just, I don't, know, I don't know, the Champions League, they didn't do that well. So it was pretty disappointing. Dortmund showed up, though. I I mean, I had them. Like, they were going to be competing, but I, would not, I did not expect them to finish number one. But they are. And here they are, man. They're playing pretty good right now. And then, obviously, I told y'all about Newcastle, bro. I said they would finish last. And what did they finish? Last, bro. They were the worst team in this group. People were trying to say, oh, Newcastle, you know, they've been pretty, they were good. They finished top four in, in the, I was saying the British League, in the Premier League. Why not finish top four? It's just that Premier League bias, man. They weren't good from the start. And this is where they at. Okay, so. Sucks for them. But, I told you, they were, they were just the worst team. They were the worst team in this group. And Group G, had City, Leipzig, Young Boys, and I don't even know how to say Zvezda, the Croatian team. But anyways, right, I picked City and Leipzig to go through, and they did exactly in that order. City one, Leipzig two. It was expected the two best sides in this group, and it finished like how we all expected. In Group H, Barca, Porto, Shakhtar, and Antwerp. As we expected, I put Barca and Porto for one and two, and that's how it finished. Again, expected two best sides in the group and these are the teams that moved on so overall i mean i didn't do pretty bad i had what three groups three groups out of the eight right one let me see how many groups there's there's one two three four five six seven eight so of eight groups i think i got three correct let me see one two three four now she got four Four out of eight groups right. So I got half of them right. Give me some credit, bro. Give me some credit. I know some of them were like gimmies like uh, City and Leipzig and Barca and Porto. But I mean, Arsenal and PSV. Ain't nobody guessed that. I bet you that. I bet you ain't nobody, I bet you people are saying Sevilla number two. And I said, nah, nah, nah. Sevilla's trying to get that Europa League. But they finished even below. So that's crazier. What? I'm going to pat myself on the back. Got four out of eight. Right, but let's move on to the round of 16s, the first legs. City versus Copenhagen. So I had City actually being them 5-0 in the first leg, but they won 3-1, which is not, you know, it's not so off my prediction, but I guess I downplayed Copenhagen. But City, bro, they had 80% of possession, 27 shots, 
Copenhagen's form. Pretty much expected though. I'm pretty that's how most of us expected the game to go. That City was gonna get all the ball, all the possession, they're gonna dominate this game. And they did. They had an XG of four. So City could have had way more goals. And I expect the same thing to happen in the second leg. Same thing to happen. But I think City will beat them 4-0 this time. As it's gonna be in the Etihad. So same thing. It's the same year again. The City every year in the round of 16 gets a gimme. And they got it again. They just always do, man. I don't supposedly City fans and City wants to say UEFA hates them, but they always give them an easy draw in the round of 16 for some reason. No idea why, but it just does. Real Madrid versus Leipzig, a Red Bull goal. There is ruled off in the what the second minute, I believe. There's a lot of controversy in that, but in my opinion, try many was not the last guy. Henriks was behind the goalkeeper, and that's why I believe they ruled it off sides. If Trimani was the last guy, then I could see, obviously it was a goal as a header. It was right on cue, right when he passed it. They were on the line together, so it wouldn't have been off sides, but Henriks was behind the goalkeeper, so I think he was off sides, and they ruled it off sides, which could have been a huge moment. I get why people were mad, because it would have been, it would have switched the game for sure, because we just beat them 1-0. So, it would have been a huge momentum switch. But in the 48th minute, Brian Diaz bro, creates magic, filling in for Jude Bellingham. And we win 1-0. It's an even game throughout, though we didn't play our best. We played our best without Jude. If you say Brian fooled in for Jude. And, I mean, I'm going to give credit to Leipzig, bro. They played in there. And they gave us a game. Next, the second leg is going to be in Madrid. And I think we'll play better by then. Jude will probably be back by then. And we're just gonna, I think overall, we're just going to play better. And we win 2-0 to zero in Madrid. In Santiago Bernabeu. PSG versus Real Madrid. I'll say that. Okay, I had PSG beating them 3-0 to zero in the first leg. But it was, and it was not that all. They beat them 2-0 to zero in Paris. Okay, it was expected result. Just like, I mean, expect the result that PSG was going to win. Goals by Mbappe and Barcola. The Parisians were comfortable throughout the whole game. And I think I expect the same. I expect the same in Spain for the second leg. And I'm going 2-1 to one for PSG in the second leg. Uh, today or, or yesterday. Recently, we'll say it that. Recently, Fabrizio Romano reported that Mbappe made his decision to leave PSG this summer on a free. He didn't say what club, uh, P, uh, PSG, Mbappe specifically, he didn't say what club he was going to go to, but obviously speculation through the years, it's Real Madrid most likely that he's going to, right? And as a Madrista, man, I will not believe this. I will not believe anything he says. Not Fabrizio, Mbappe. I will not believe anything he does. I will not believe any of the speculation until I see him in the white shirt. Okay, he might say, oh yeah, we, we there might come an agreement already where they already have a verbal agreement. I, I'm not going to believe you, okay? I'm not going to believe it until I see him in the white shirt with the presentation, okay? When they have the presentation and they have the press conference and they go down to the Bernabeu and they do the little tricks and things and that presentation, that's when I'm going to believe it. Other than that, 
not believing it, right? Too many years of the speculation, bro. Him rejecting us, and I remember when he was in Monaco, and supposedly he wanted to come, didn't come, went with PSG. And then 2022, the heartbreaker, man. Where he was gonna come, oh, he's coming! And there's, and that bro signed a two-year, obviously two-year. It was like a three-year extension, but it was a two-year extension with the third year being an option year. Okay, I don't know. So I really don't believe, I don't, I want to believe it, obviously, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe him anymore until I see him in the white shirt. I think we'll be on a, oh yeah, it's going to be on a free, yeah. It's going to be on a free. So maybe that will ease the pain a bit from all the rejection. But I think from a Madrista fan, right? Like obviously a lot of us were mad saying, oh, we don't even want him anymore. Well, I mean, like, yeah. It's not that we don't want him anymore. It's just that if, if there's a chance for him to be in the club, yes, we do want him. Do we need him badly? No, I don't think. I don't think we need him, but we want him. So, I mean, you want the best player, top two best player in the world at your club. Of course you do. Of course we do. So, I'm down, and I think other other Madridista fans are still petty, and we that it looks like everyone will remember that he came to the club and we did what he was supposed to do. No one will remember. That's what I'm telling I'm telling you, Killian. This is gonna happen. This is what, what will happen. But if you come to the club, you have your little whining sessions that you had with PSG, it ain't gonna fly at Real Madrid. It's not gonna happen at Real Madrid. But if you come to the club, start doing your little petty session like you did in PSG, start getting with your teammates, they're trying to have a hierarchy that you're the sporting director, you're the coach, you're this, then it's gonna go all bad at Real Madrid. And we're gonna kick you out. You're gonna hear the whistles at the Bernabeu. But if you come into the game, but if you come to Madrid, put your head down, perform well, falls in line at Real Madrid because the club is bigger than the player. The club will always be bigger than the players when it comes to Real Madrid. Perform well, win, get these trophies. Everyone will cease to remember what happened. And you'll become a legend. So, just think about it. The other clubs like Liverpool, Liverpool currently afford his wages in the whole, and I like the, the the memes they have with Arsenal. That's hilarious. Like, of course, the Arsenal is like, he's not even, I think Arsenal like has a chance, but he doesn't even like acknowledge Arsenal. That's pretty, I don't know why he doesn't even acknowledge him. Like, I guess they're not the top club in the moment, obviously compared to us, but I mean, Arsenal's not a bad club, man. I don't know why they're hating on Arsenal, but it, it, it is what it is, right? You already know Killian, you already know. Bayern versus Lazio, okay? Coming off that 3-0 defeat to Leverkusen, I thought Bayern would show up. I thought they would show up angry, motivated. They wanted to put a beating on Lazio, and they did not do that. They did the opposite. They lost 1-0 with no energy, with 60% of possession. They had 17 shots, but zero were on target. Zero. Zero. That's insane. Red card for Opamecano in the, I wanted to like the 40th minute around there for a reckless tackle, which led to Immobile's penalty goal, which gave the 1-0. Okay, awful performances by the Dairon in both uh, games, in the Leverkusen game and the Lazio game, right? Tuchel's job is in jeopardy, for sure, 100%. They're second in the Bundesliga, and yes, in other places, that's fine. If you're second place, whatever, but this is Bayern. This is the 11th, 12th time straight champions of La Bundesliga, okay? 
cannot be second place. And they're second place right now with a few L's. And you can't even you can't have a few L's if you're Bayern in the Bundesliga. That just doesn't happen. Okay? That's what he has right now. They're down 1-0 in the round of 16 of the Champions League. They're out of all the other competitions that they are available in, like the, the Polka, the, the, what are the German, all the German cups that are there. Yeah, the DFB Polka, all those, they're not in it. They're all out. If they lose in the second leg in Munich and are eliminated in the UCL round of 16 as favorites, Tuchel's getting sacked. No question about that. He's getting sacked if they lose that second game. Like, even if they play outstanding and Lazio somehow plays outstanding too and they and Lazio beats him even though it was a great game, he's still getting sacked. Because you cannot get eliminated. You're Bayern. You're a favorite right now. You cannot get eliminated in the round of 16. That happens, bro. Before, even probably before the game ends. Like, the game's about to end 90th minute. Someone, was it, Rummenish? He's in... He's being the president, Oliver Kahn. They're about to call Tuchel from the sideline. Be like, yeah, buddy, you're sacked. Don't even bother going to the locker room. Take your stuff. Clean out your offense, office and just go. Don't even go back to the locker room. I bet you that would happen. I bet you that would happen. Bro. Like, it's, Can't be doing that in the Die Rotten in Barbaria. Can't happen that. Okay, so unacceptable. But all that saying, all that saying, I think the Bavarians will win in the second leg, three to zero. So it's going to be three one aggregate, and they're going to progress on, okay? Because I believe in Bayern, I believe in Tuchel, man. I like Tuchel. I don't know why Bayern has played the way they have with under him, because he's a good manager and they have great players. But then I was looking at the squad and and not the squad, like but the starters that, that he puts on. And like, they're just, I don't know, like he, he makes weird decisions where it's like, why would you start him over him? Like, I don't know why he has some type of relationship with Kimmich and Gretzka. He doesn't fancy them, even though they're like the two best midfielders that they have, but he just doesn't fancy them for some reason. So maybe it's maybe because he, he villainizes the, the best players on the team. Maybe that's why I don't get along. And that's why he puts it on other players that are not as good, but he sees them in training. So, this, that's probably where the disconnect is. But, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm not on the training ground. But that's just looking at it from a different perspective. But I believe in them. I believe they progress. Let's get on to the first leg predictions for next week as Inter and Atleti play each other on Tuesday, I believe. Okay, this one's going to be spicy, bro. Similar styles by similar coaches and Zaghi. Simeone, they like that defensive, they like that five in the back, okay, with wing backs, they like to play that, or not even five in the back, sometimes it could be mostly defensive, you know how Diego Simeone likes his 4-4-2, but he, he will play with the back five, he will, we know that, so let's see how it gets, they're both physical teams, Inter's playing great, the best team in Italy right now, Atleti's top three in La Liga, I think, no wait, not four right now, they're fourth place right now, but you know what I'm talking about, and I see this as pretty even though, okay? Even though I think Inter is better than Atleti, I still think it's going to be even. Atleti can match up with their thing. So I think it's going to be 2-2 in the San Siro in Milan. First leg, 2-2, okay? Watch out for Lautaro and Griezmann score some goals. Dortmund versus PSV. 
Dortmund BBV has played pretty good in the ACL. They finished first in their group. They got better talent, in my opinion, than PSV. They got Sancho back, playing pretty well for them. Coco, Brandt, Savitzer, just got better players. I'm going 2-0 for Dortmund. Porto versus Arsenal. Arsenal's looking good in the league. They've been improving recently a lot. What is the other, the other game they had where against Liverpool? They played really well, so I'm staying with them. And I think they're going to win Porto. I beat Porto 2-1. Napoli versus Barca. Right, I know. I know. Napoli 7th. Okay, right now in see. Yeah, I get it. But Barca's D, bro. They're horrible. You know, the defense sucks right now. They can't. It's, they've been so bad recently. It wouldn't surprise me if Cavazgelia dices them up. And they can see the number of goals. But I'm going 3-2 for Naples. In the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium, okay? That's what I'm going for. 3-2 to two in the first. Like, see what happens. That has been the end of the episode, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. See y'all for the second legs and the first legs of both. See y'all.